world. We are back again. Heavy hitting topics. We're coming right out the gate. Apple and Spotify, we love you. We're almost to 30, so thanks for sticking with us. Uh, Matt, why don't you start us off, buddy? A little bit of news, huh? Yeah, we've got another week here on the pod, and we've got another confirmed diddle. A diddle again, back-to-back weeks with the diddle. Well, I, yeah, I guess it, it was a uh, speculated diddle, and now it's confirmed. Aren't they all, though? Because innocent until proven guilty. Again, we are not lawyers, and we still do not have a lawyer correspondent. But that is how it works, I'm pretty sure. Now, we're talking about the governor of our Excelsior, you know? Governor of our state, Andy Cuomo. For a while, he's been denying these potential sexual assault charges. He's like, hey, wait for the, uh, for the report. Just go ahead and wait. Just wait. And then it comes out, and uh, 11 women, according to the attorney general for our state, Letitia James, confirmed, corroborated 180 witnesses. Um, they accounted their specific diddles. He did it in a, ver- you know, a variety of ways. It wasn't a standard diddle. There was an under-the-blouse diddle. Uh, there was a drop and give me 20 diddle. There was, it was quite versatile. Um, how does this make you feel? I'm, I'm not from said great state. I just reside in it currently. So now you're here. So uh, I've always hated him and I will continue to hate him. Um, And yeah, I find it funny that his brother, Chris CNN anchor is conveniently starting a, uh, quote, long planned vacation this week. Is that really happening? Yes, it is. Now, have they talked about it together? Like, they clearly can. You know, has he had him on and been like, hey, buddy, what happened here with the butthole stuff? Well, unfortunately for Chris, what came out in the report was that Chris was making statements for his brother, Andrew, during said sexual harassment claims. He was making statements for him, so... Not a good look for Christopher. And again, he yeah, he's a big anchor on CNN, so he's like working. Again, separation of state and stuff, right? I mean, the media shouldn't be operating behind the scenes to conveniently cover for the governor of New York. Somebody that champions women's issues. Meanwhile, we're empowering a man to continue. I mean, Melissa DeRosa, all the people that he has around him are young women. And what other governor is single? Like, he is just a slime ball. He clearly has been putting his dick in everything for a long time. People I know that supported him when I brought it up and stuff, obviously, because it's a topic of conversation. Um, they're like, yeah, we're not surprised. I mean, it's kind of just his vibe. And I think if you're from Albany and have been there for a while, it's not really shocking. So where it stands right now, like, he's not going to resign. Otherwise, he would have by now. Everybody from the president, I think other countries' leaders like Trudeau was like, come on, bro. So internationally, everybody's like, please. And he's just not going to. So what happens from here? Do we know? He's basically the clip from uh, Wolf of Wall Street whenever Leonardo DiCaprio's character is like, I'm not fucking leaving. And there's a lot That's of evidence. Much alive look at Andrew Cuomo right now. Yeah, this is an attorney general's report corroborated. It took, excuse me, like what, six months to do? One of them was a female state trooper that he really, like as a horn dog, he saw her, you know, he beat off in the shower the next day. He sent an email in the morning. He's like, listen, I need this girl because I saw her 
to be on my private task force to make sure that I'm protected. And she didn't even have the requisite years. They changed the rule for her to get on. So kind of the weird, again, I don't necessarily agree all the time with like, there's this obvious power dynamic. But the idea of them changing the rules for this girl because the governor likes you, like, okay, that's clearly a little bit of pressure. And for him to turn around and abuse that by, like, touching her tits and stuff in front of other troopers, like, he is honestly such a piece of shit. My favorite part was after the report came out, he released that, uh, like, pre-recorded video. Not apologizing. Just basically refuting all the claims again. And he had that creepy slideshow of him touching people and hugging people and kissing people. And And he's he's like, I do it to white people, black people, gay people, straight people. Blacks. I I, I did. I texted you right away. And I said, I said, quote, I sexually assault everyone equally is basically what he's, what he's saying. First off, that video was, was clearly pre-recorded. He's clearly reading from a monitor. At the end of it, you see it start to play again. Like they didn't cut it off the feed soon enough. So it's just super corporatized. Like even if there was a little bit of a boomer fever dream that, no, this is right now he's addressing it and he's taking the time. No, this was months ago. Um, The slideshow was some 2008 early YouTube. It was horrible, you know, where it's got Microsoft Word intros like transition left to right. You would have thought like a Three Doors Down song would have been playing. It was terrible. Some of the photos, like you said, he's like, oh, I do this to everybody. He apparently, one of the photos quoted or said, this is, look at me. I'm getting up, buddy, buddy. I'm kissing on. I think it was uh, somebody that isn't the attorney general, but equitable. Like maybe they're a judge. Come to find out that wasn't that lady. So he's just grifting strange identity politics and he's not even doing that correctly i mean i don't think any of his plays have worked here yet he's still in office still getting my tax dollars i think the realistic expectation here he is he's probably going to get impeached because it looks like he doesn't have anybody left in the uh state assembly that's going to back him up well you gotta you think either they push it through fast the problem is it's going to be in the media again. So they push it through fast and the Republicans are going to just slam Democrats again. Like, look, look what you did. But either way, they can stand on having some principles, right? We get people out that are scumbags. Okay, that's fair. Or they drag it out and take a long time. And again, the Republicans are just going to say, look, they won't even hold this dude's feet to the fire. They bitch about everybody. They cancel everybody yet. We have evidence of this happening and they're not going to do anything. Um, I will also say it's very strange and a break of precedent for the attorney general of a state to admit on camera that anybody, right, violated state and federal laws and then to not bring forward charges. Like, that to me is a little weird. Um, But I'm an idiot, so I'm kind of shallow with it. That's as far as I get into my dumbass conspiracy. So we'll, I guess, continue to monitor this and see if they actually impeach him. But um, who knows? Also... I mean, this is, we almost led with this. Former President Obama, he, uh, he turned 60 and he had a wonderful birthday bash. And here at the pod, we send you a totally non-sarcastic happy birthday and thank you for everything that you've done. And to celebrate this, I mean, normally this isn't a big deal, right? Some boomer has a birthday in Nantucket. 
He gets scallops. He's been day drinking. He's in bed by 9.30. But not for, uh, not for Barack here. Now, I don't specifically know where this was held, but it again was in a small town in Massachusetts at a mansion. It was at his home. Okay, so one of his, I'm, I assume he has many homes, right? It was at his, let's, yes, let's clarify. It was at his Martha's Vineyard home. Yeah, and this was on Saturday night, so last night. Maybe they were watching the UFC event. According to what I've read, almost 600 people were there. And apparently there were of some videos posted to Instagram showing Obama and other people smoking marijuana. People who were there were quoted as saying, y'all never seen Obama like this in your life. Uh, a local Massachusetts police officer, again in Martha's Vineyard, called the traffic situation in the small town a shit show. And celebrity guests included Jay-Z, Beyonce, Steven Spielberg, Bradley Cooper, Don Cheadle, Stephen Colbert, Bruce Springsteen, Tom, and Rita Hanks. I mean, who the fuck is Rita Hanks? Like, what has she done? Tom Hanks' wife that got the Rona with him. Oh, yeah, in Australia? Yeah, whenever, that's, I guess that's when COVID became real after Tom Hanks got it. So, yeah, a bunch of boomers had a party. Obama turned up. Now, normally I'd be like, bro, this is great energy. That, that's some summertime barbecue. I am with it. Um, however, the fact that clearly ide- ideologically and what he puts out there on Instagram and everything that his party portrays to people with the mass mandates, the lockdowns, the continued suppression of your ability to like just do whatever the fuck you want, which existed, again, a mere, like, what, 18 months ago? It's not that long ago. It's fucking ridiculous. Like, people see this. This isn't 1998 anymore. Like, did he think this wouldn't get out? Well, did you see the video of, uh, I'm pretty sure it was a White House staffer that was having some sort of press conference, and he was off to the side before it started, maskless. You could clearly see him putting the mask on 10 feet from the podium. Walks out to the podium, takes his mask off. Like, these are the people telling us to put your fucking mask back on. And Yeah, they don't give don't a shit. It. So, I don't know. I just thought this was one of the biggest contradictions I've seen in a while. And continued with the hypocrisy that we see in politics with everybody. But it's just fucking ridiculous. Like, you want to shut everything down. Massachusetts, I believe, is a state where... They're pretty aligned with what's going on in the Northeast, in New Jersey, in Connecticut, in New York. Um, And the idea that just President Obama can fly in Bruce Springsteen and a bunch of boomers to eat shrimp cocktail and head out by midnight. I mean, that's not appropriate. Word got out that this this party was going to happen, so they said they scaled down the event, but they clearly didn't. Uh, You've got Obama himself. No one's wearing masks in this thing. So why can't we go, you know, I don't know, go drinking and go club. Like, why can't we just do regular shit? You can. You just don't have to listen to the bullshit, you know, and Obama doesn't. He didn't. Most likely will continue to not do so. Um, I guess it's, I guess he's red-pilled as fuck, honestly, but it's just annoying. So shouts out to everybody else that has that energy, I guess, and you should continue to do it because nobody gives a fuck, and these rules are literally arbitrary. So... Yeah, I mean, Matt, are you a little salty you weren't invited? You know, actually, what's funny is I was at 
of course, Bed Bath & Beyond yesterday looking for some curtains with the wife. And the person checking us out warned us of just like, hey, just a heads up, uh, masks are going to be required in the store again soon. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's great. I'm still going to shop here without one. Yeah, like I'm not doing it. I, I got... I'm not doing it again. You, I'm vaccinated. I did my dead, part. Leave me right. the fuck alone. Exactly. And there's no science that supports. I think for the 161 million Americans that have been vaccinated, there's only been 5,000 breakthrough cases that required hospitalization. And of those 5,000, I think only like seven died. So, you know, it works, right? And again, the individuals that don't have it, that's their risk, risk to choose. They don't want to put the vaccine in their body, fair enough, but then they choose to go out in public and potentially get Rona in the real world, which could potentially be worse. I mean, I'm for the freedom of you being an idiot if you want to be. I mean, that's that's the world I grew up on. Cigarettes are illegal. I mean, people can do whatever the fuck they want. You can kill yourself if you want. You can go buy a handle at uh, any liquor store that's open anywhere, by the way. Those were essential when local businesses weren't during this pandemic. And you can just glug that thing down and jump off a goddamn cliff. No one's stopping you. You think uh, we'll keep... CNN brought the uh, COVID tracker back? Oh, they did. We uh, When the Cuomo allegations happened, my girlfriend real quick put on CNN just to see their reaction. And they were covering COVID for like 90 minutes um, up until they even touched on it. And the tracker's oh, okay. back. It's got like a purple background, yellow letters. It's... And they make it look as scary as possible. It could be like a Halloween, um, like spooky overlay. It's honestly the spookiest thing I've ever seen. Meanwhile, you look outside, it's a beautiful day. Like we're learning how to deal with the virus. Hospitalizations are down, are down, excuse me. Like everybody just chill the fuck out. So we've got some news in the uh, old college world here. Um, is this a beef? Purdue University. Uh, I mean, if I was an incoming freshman at Purdue University, I'd have some beef right now. Purdue has decided, well, apparently Purdue has accepted too many incoming freshmen. So they don't have enough housing for these uh, students that they have graciously welcomed. And to accommodate them, they've got about 10 students living in like one dorm and pretty much it's set up as like cubicles as if they're at the office. So Purdue university from what I understand is private college, I think in Indiana, which why the fuck would you go there to begin with? Honestly, you know, there's 50 States. Okay. Moving off that. So partly, you know, I don't really have a lot of empathy, but yeah, so this is pretty crazy because colleges in general have been super, just coordinated and aggressive with their response to COVID for students, right? You're 17, 18 years old. You don't know what the fuck's going on. You're probably on mushrooms. Next thing you know, you got to get the vaccine to be on campus. You're paying all this money. Meanwhile, the university, the costs are going up as inflation's rising. They still want that, you know, the check's still, still coming in. Like the debt is still there and the quality's going down. So at first, I didn't necessarily think this was a big deal, but Matt showed me the video pre-show, and they basically took a common area, removed all of the furniture, and then stacked it up against itself to create these little like prison stalls that are like weird dressers up against each other with a bed. 
I don't even know if they're 10 by 10. And there's no, you know, they don't go floor to ceiling. So it's really like you're taking a shit next to somebody, except you got to live there. I really can't even imagine paying money to experience something like that. I mean, maybe in that room, watch the same fucking TV shows. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. I I immediately went to like sleep. I was like, dude, what if some dude snores? Like, I'm going to have to punch you in your sternum when you're. Like, in what if you're it. off on Tuesdays and Thursdays and this fucker next to you's got at 8 a.m.? That is pretty crazy as well because, again, we're adults, right? I rent. So in an apartment building at a certain cost, you know, when it costs a certain amount to get in, you're only dealing with like nine to five people, right? We're all adults here. We all go to work Monday through Friday. We usually have weekends off. But in college, you at least have walls. And we have walls separating us with doors. That lock. And toilet. How are you supposed to beat your meat if you're just exposed to everybody? I mean, yeah, there's definitely going to be, yeah, somebody's going to be pent up because just by the numbers, there's going to be an anime. I don't even mean that to be derogatory. Just like that kind of fucking. Yeah, I I can't imagine being a college student having to go through this because Jesus Christ, you're not going to be able to bring in any girls because that's just going to be a fucking nightmare. Yeah, if you try to pipe some girl in there, you're immediately a sexual assaulter or a predator. I mean, that's just like you're breaking some law, I guarantee you. Um, not ideal. Again, and like Matt said, with the different Especially schedules. You, you're in a group of fucking losers. Like, this just has bad news bears written all over it. Yeah, you're dealing with a ton of immature people. I mean, you have RAs in college. Those type of people don't exist in the real world. I've never had somebody give me a hard time, like, be snobby about, like, oh, your door looks doesn't exist it's only in college you're dealing with those people as well you're dealing with again the most volatile schedules that ever existed like i would make classes try to be condensed throughout my week but i knew people that were like bro i get up i have a 7 to 11 on mondays and then i'm not in class again till thursday night it's like what so the idea that y'all have to get along together and consume media and just the, you know the diversity of ideas and stuff that that's in a college dorm like you have to share a room it's not going to end well yeah i wonder if for them all being in the same space like that if they still have to wear a mask yeah and they probably all have to be masked up the whole time i wonder what their rules are if you are one of these freshmen first off you know like and subscribe apple Podcasts. we're on spotify but we feel for you, okay? Because the out-of-state cost to go to Purdue is thirty grand per year. It's just under. It's twenty nine thousand seven hundred ninety four. So you're paying basically a goddamn Bronco Sport base twenty twenty one model four times over to live in a prison cell. Who signed off on this? Old president. Who's probably making about four mil a year. Now, when you also break down the cost of the tuition and fees, the majority of it, I wouldn't say the majority. So if you're a non-resident of the state of Indiana, which obviously you're not because who the fuck lives in Indiana? I don't even know if they have running water in Indiana. Now, room and board is 10. We love you. Yeah, we do love you, but I doubt it. Um, $10,000 per year that you're paying. So that's a lot. You could equate that to what, like 800 bucks a month in rent in the real world. I think that's, I think uh, quick math, I think that works out. So (laughs) 
You're getting you're getting fucked, buddy. I don't even know what the price would be per square foot. You know, if it's eight hundred per month and you have forty square feet, that's incalculable. But yeah, shouts out you. you. They should make a helpline for these kids. Yes, that's correct. Okay, all right. Someone, I mean, we're really hitting on all cylinders here. Real, real diverse group of pieces of shit this week. You have a private school in Indiana. You have a former president. Um, and now we're moving on to Vander Kane. So, NHL hockey player, first round pick. Guy's been paid a lot throughout his career. Like very successful. He's a winger, I believe. Goal scorer, multi All Star, but. Something's going on with his wife and Instagram and gambling. So Matt, why don't you why don't you come in hot and, and figure this one out for us? Yeah, so we've got Evander Kane here who has now allegedly been called out from his uh pregnant wife, who is not a fan of his. And she called Despite him out being for pregnant. being a degenerate. Yeah, she called him out for being a de- degenerate gambler and said that he was throwing games. And betting on his own team. So uh, we've got a Pete Rose situation here. Is it really that coordinated and stuff? Like, how was she able to detail it? Or is she just talking shit? Well, she said that um, his teammates got him a uh, casino gambling for dummies book. And she said, when your own teammates give you this book, I think they're trying to tell you that maybe you're not the best at the tables. Yeah, so at least that speaks to whenever they're on the road, they're, he definitely pushes to like go to a casino and they watch him lose all his fucking money. She also said, how does the NHL let a compulsive gambling addict still play when he's obviously throwing games to win money? And that's not good. However, in Evander Kane's defense, I don't see how you can throw a game unless you're a goaltender. Yeah, it's very difficult unless you're like deliberately skating like shit. But maybe now with that keen eye, you can go back and pull out individual performances. This could be also like a Tim Donahue thing with the NBA ref that was throwing games, which is actually proven. It's interesting when it's provable because then you can go back and look and connect the dots. But who knows with this? It could just be an estranged wife who is pregnant. Excuse me. So her hormones are fucking booming. She did have quite the uh, Instagram story post about him, and that just went off the rails. Now, what does it boil down to? Is this outside of the gambling? Um, it kind of ties into the gambling. Basically, she was uh, letting off some steam at the fact that apparently he left to go to Europe for a vacation, and she's at home with their kids while being preggers, and she's got no fucking money. And I guess they're moving. So she's got no money to pay for anything. And he just kind of dipped out and went to Europe. She's just stressed out and trying to throw it out to the world. Like, hey, this guy's a piece of shit. And in the context of life, like outside of me really making a stink about this, I'd probably just get fucked until I'm dead. So good for her, I guess. I mean, I don't know what's going to come of this. He clearly has gambling problems. He clearly has an issue. With his wife. I'm worried this dude's going to kill himself. Do we know where um, he is at in Europe right now? Like, is there an SOS type thing? Is he missing? I don't know, but there was also a report that came out that basically said um, 
his teammates don't even want to fucking play with him anymore. I saw so that we got well. locker room drama too. So maybe they know, or maybe they could see that his effort would wane in certain days, and they know stuff. I mean, right? That the locker room, the boys, they probably know more than some of the significant others, or at least that side piece girlfriend or a guy that's young in the league. Like he doesn't necessarily have a serious thing in his life. Like the boys are important to him. They know everything. So the fact that they don't want to be a part of him anymore. Now he plays for San Jose, a team that has struggled, um, a franchise that's on the decline. They tried to go all in and ended up in the lottery. So they're, they're bummy. Not looking good. I'm also pretty sure that the Olympics officially ended like, today when this is going to be uploaded am i right yeah the olympics are over uh team usa somehow squeaked past with with the gold medal count and they got right at the buzzer and that gave us a gold medal in every category and now everybody owes us some sort of reparations a global tax um checking the mail type thing gable steveson shouts out yeah, that dude's a stud. He's yoked up. And he was really lulling that, like, Germanian man into submission. And then he just pounced on him right at the end. Actually exciting. And it made my eyes view a wrestling clip, which, again, what the fuck? So that's good. Bring a little light to something. So shouts out you, buddy. Um, not only that, though, right? So the, so the Olympics happened. Nobody fucking watched it. it. It's over. Nobody cares. We won again. As we will continue to do. And um, don't forget, Russia came in third, even though they're not supposed to have any fucking people competing in the Olympics, but they were under the Russian Olympic Committee name, so I guess that's okay now. So they basically just. Hell. Yeah, so yeah, the Rock logo. Sometimes I would be confused as to who that is. So you're saying that they sent a contingent of, of basically just like roided up, like non tested people, or they just created a new country? Yeah, pretty much. They were banned, that but they is, weren't banned. Yeah, that is the most Russian thing. I, he's like, yeah, we make a country. <laughs> and yeah, they got third or fourth or fifth or what the fuck ever. F- fuck them. We won. Third. Which, which um, is the point. Vladimir probably paid some money there. And also on top of that as well, outside of the Olympics, we also won. Because the men's soccer team, which nobody traditionally cares about, right? If it's World Cup, everybody loves it. Like, let's get drunk, let's watch. But what were they even doing? Was it? It was some tournament. It was a big deal. Why don't you get into that? Yeah. So we had the Concacaf Gold Cup going on for pretty much the last month. Um, not a whole lot of buzz around the Gold Cup because Team USA had their C squad out there. Uh, it was pretty much made up of MLS players. So, yeah, none of the internationals like Pulisic, Serginho Dast. So, not as exciting, but somehow Team USA made it to the final in a rematch of the uh, Nations League final with Mexico. Um, Which is where news. they did the derogatory terms and yes. threw stuff on the field. Okay. Good news. There were no homophobic slurs. Good for them. Um, All right. right. Team USA coming away with another win, though. one nothing. It was a great game. Went to extra time. Team USA scoring in the uh, 118th minute. And That's absurd. Not to brag, but I did phenomenal in gold during this tournament. <laughs> now, 
Oh yeah. For those so you confused the goaltender for Team USA in this tournament is a player for the Colorado Rapids, and his name is literally my name. So, you're oh, welcome. yeah, go ahead and figure that out. If you want to Google and stalk Matt and breathe all over your screen, then you can put those two things together. But yeah, shouts out them again. We dominated inside and outside of the Olympics. Any sport, any time, any day. Men's baseball also got the silver medal in a close game, despite the fact that like, like my cousin was there pitching. It was no like had a bunch of bums. Yeah, we it, covered that. Bum Phillips, just bunch of bums. And so again, that was impressive and good to see. Um, so I look forward, and we will continue with pride to cover any time that the United States just dunks on the rest of the world. I mean, and hopefully continued. Um, until we're dead. Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of weird at first. I think we were a little bit worried because we were losing in some sports that we shouldn't have. But again, we just pulled it out like we always fucking do. Like I said, it was the C team. So a lot of those guys were really young that only had just a handful of caps so far. So um, good to win a tournament like that right on the doorstep of the uh, World Cup qualifying that's going to start in a few months here. So hopefully that... uh, leads to some confidence for those players yeah some good things to come maybe soccer's again it's becoming bigger just because of gambling again america's just a bunch of degenerates and yeah world cup will be soon again in qatar a bunch of slave labor we'll touch on that when that happens but yeah look out for that and hopefully like matt said it's good things to come and we will continue to dominate everything now we've got some more movement in college football just when you thought that shit was over Nope, not no mo. Uh, Texas and Oklahoma are now looking to leave the Big 12 and jump ship over to the SEC, which I believe would start in 2026. So the Big 12 is dead. The Big 12 is fucking dead. And the Red River rivalry, the two biggest schools in the Big 12 that people care about, right? We're from New York. Or again, Matt's from PA, sorry. But we care about those schools. We know what they are. We bet on those games. They're both leaving for the SEC. I will say quickly that this makes me care a whole lot fucking less if this isn't going to happen until 2026. Why the fuck do I care? Yeah, it's going to take a little bit. So there's also reports that the Big 12 and Pac-12 would look to just combine their conferences. Yeah, so now that they're both relevant anyway. Yeah, is a is irrelevant and dead, right? I mean, what am I going to watch? Kansas State play Kansas? No. So they're going to merge with the Pac-12 in an attempt to be some weird, amorphous, very strange, very confusing conference that will compete with the SEC. Um, I think that's just an American thing to do, you know, mergers and acquisitions. Yeah, it's going to be hilarious to watch... uh dumbass west virginia have to travel up to like oregon where yeah that's absurd i don't know what the hell they were thinking joining the big 12 because their closest opponent is like i mean fucking a their closest opponent has to be like iowa state or one of the kansas schools right and that's still probably two hour flight again i don't know do not quote us on this we are still actively looking for a uh legal correspondent who could help us with this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I think we touched on everything we've been talking for a while. We're on Apple, we're on Spotify. Tell your friends, like, and subscribe. Do whatever the fuck you want to do. 
Um, I've been Twitch streaming more. We're going to start doing that. Uh, Matt, you are going to be alive and on the show next week again, correct? Uh, most likely. Uh, shout out to my brother and sister-in-law. They're supposed to be having a uh, their baby today or tomorrow. So Wow. Um, I'll be Uncle Matt, Godfather Matt. Jesus. Potential. Now, you're potentially on our own show's radar for a diddle. So we're going to we're going to look out for that obviously but no that's awesome man and uh yeah thanks for taking the time again we'll be here next week we'll be talking to you peace